hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have my good friend Charlie with me. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And tonight's the night. Tonight's the night that we're reviewing episode nine of Extra New Blood, The Family Business. I like how it actually sounds like a gangster name within the serial killer realm, The Family Business. But um, they did get the business as a family. Where's Dominic Toretto? I could just I think of different quotes for that, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, guys, welcome to our Dexter After Show. I hope that you guys um, are loving the content that we're actually putting out. As a matter of fact, we were at, I'm at, as a matter of fact, I actually had the privilege to do an indie podcast called Indie Podcast Unite. Go on and check that out on our YouTube channel and also too on the audio only podcast and wherever you guys get your podcasts from. But tonight we are actually reviewing episode nine, like I mentioned the family business, and this is where Dexter and Harrison find themselves closer than ever over Christmas break. What kind of gifts will this father and son give to one another? But this brings his, uh, but this brings the father and son into the crosshairs of a very violent and scary serial killer. Angela starts to wonder if Iron Lake is not the cozy and safe place she always thought it was. So, I like the entry. I'm sorry. I just rolled my eyes when you say Angela. Uh, I, I, she's like, she's turning into Kurt for me right now. Honestly, she's turned into this. Oh my God. I was like, I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. No, 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 no. I, just, no. Have, I just have to come out and say it. Angela, she's just, she's just annoying. I mean, she reminds me of Dokes. Yeah. Well, at least I like Dokes because Dokes was that hard ass and he, he was a hard ass, but. Angela is this, you really, like I said, I, I warned that like in the last review, I warned, do not go, do not go climbing up this tree. You're not going to like what you see in this, right? I, somehow I said something different, but still, don't go, don't go searching for something you're not going to like the answers to. And what'd you do? You, you're finding out more information. And, and it's like, and it's like, yeah, I'm like, I would have like, can you just kill Angela and keep Kurt? <laughs> oh my <Do> god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> like, but like, I want to do. I want to do to her what all the spider, what all like uh, Spider-Man villains do to uh, Peter Peter Parker's girlfriends. Chunk her. Just I want to want to chuck her off her roof. Like <laughs> enough already. Your daughter is better than you. That that that's that's really saying something. <laughs> Well, with that being said, uh, let's go on ahead and get into this. <laughs> so, um, here's the thing: I love this flashback. This flashback is so it reminds me of the pilot episode from season one, where we're basically getting introduced into Dexter's world, and the way he's actually taken down this priest who's a child molester who's been getting away with it. And I liked how it goes into that opening scene. It's the opening monologue alone, and even him going into that open mouth of the of that circus carnival type of uh, thing that they have inside that mm-hmm. world. I thought that was actually pretty cool. And then of course, Dexter's also just explaining to Harrison of the kind of person he is and trying also not to scare him at the same time and trying to hold off and ho- hold off on any, on stuff because of the fact that it could wind up scaring him a little bit. But also too, I liked how he's kind of looking at us and it's like, as if he's telling a story to us. 
yeah. and breaking the third wall, the fourth wall, which is something that I really love. And you and I were both calling it out that this looks like Miami Dexter. This does not look yes. like Miami Dexter. Yes. It was nice seeing that Hawaiian shirt, like Miami uh, Dexter shirt. And I was like, because I thought it was like earlier on, I thought it was like he killed the clown because I thought it had something to do with Harrison. No, it was you get to see Aster and Cody because this was it was Cody. Co- this was Cody's uh, Cody. Cody was at either his birthday, Rita's kids. And he's wondering who is Aster and Cody. Oh yeah, that's uh, that 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 like you have to tune into our other after show for that when we actually cover each season. But Aster and Cody were Dexter's stepkids in the sense once he started dating Rita and marrying her, and so it was like that was Cody. I was like, that's Co-. I was like, oh my god, that's Cody. So because Dexter's watching from afar with the clown. And the clown is the one who's the pedophile that's been killing these kids. Um, and again, question, why are you in there? I figured you'd be flaunting about Chuck E. Cheese. And again, it wasn't a Chuck E. Cheese because parents aren't fighting each other, which, I, I, which I would pay money to see that. <laughs> but, but still, and it was like, it was really cool to see Cody back, a little flashback of Cody <clears throat> while Dexter's like, Pretty much because he saw the the guy was getting really kind of close to Cody, and I think you see a brief glimpse of Rita. But, um, but yeah, it was I thought that was really cool to see that. I agree. It was cool to have that little throwback. To be honest with you, I wasn't sure right. what direction they were going to go on or anything like that. But it was definitely excellent to see Cody and Esther back in there and has that connection. I'm glad that they didn't do it with Harrison. I'm glad it was more. Of uh, the flashback yeah. of with Rita's kids, which actually makes more sense and everything because we have more time to develop with them, and it just has a little good of homage to the uh, to the to the very first couple the of seasons of Dexter, right? <laughs> but you know, this is also too Dexter's opening up to Harrison about his urge to hurt people. Harrison relates to his urge and asks him why they're like this. And I like how Dexter goes, well, you and I have both been born in blood. You, We both witnessed our mothers being killed. And this is why we have that dark passenger. But let me be your guide. And I'll help you uh, quiet that dark passenger, which is something that I really liked. And also, too, I like how he's telling the story of Wiggles and how he goes, every person has a dark side. Every person has a way of hiding certain things from everybody else. And it has this one little flavor of like a Candyman kind of deal where basically what he winds up doing is taking the mirror down mm-hmm. and there's the there's the pictures of the kids. Yeah. Um, Dressed up in clown makeup. This is also shot during the pandemic and having those kids do like five or six takes was just something to mm-hmm. be honest with you. That's I actually dove in a little bit on this, listened to their podcast a little bit. And then, uh, Deb, and then Deb showing up in the middle, like the pointing. She was Harrison Ford pointing. Don't you go there? Like she, she did the, the whole episode. I'm surprised. I don't remember. I don't think she dropped an f bomb this whole episode. She wasn't in it very long, but I don't think she dropped an f bomb that I can remember. Which is weird because Deb is usually dropping f bombs, like cussing out her brother, like all the time. <laughs> I think I know why though. I think it was just mostly the, the fact that she's concerned for Harrison and wants, yeah. wants Dexter just to hold off a little bit because of the fact that it could wind up ruining him even more than what it is causing more emotional damage than what it actually is. So I can understand yeah. her holding back the F word, to be honest with yeah. you. I, because when Dexter does something stupid, 
that's when she goes on the deep end with him. But when it has that connection with Harrison and him, she kind of slows down just a little bit to where it's more the caring aunt of, mm-hmm. hey, watch what you're doing with Harrison. This could cause more damage than actually doing good. And then I also like how once we get Wiggles on the slide and then he's about to do the ritual. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. But I like how they're get, he's getting ready to do the ritual. And then mm-hmm. and he goes, yeah. And I just go over there and I just threaten them and make sure that they don't ever do and it again. And they don't do it again. <laughs> and just do not tell him about your sick ritual. And then he just takes oh, wait, the slide. Never, I think. I, th- I think she drops the F-bomb there. I, I'm sorry. Right. I think I forgot. It's been a while since I've seen the episode since Sunday, but I, fit your, I think she drops the F-bomb. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on this, but that, was, that seemed to be the moment where she she would have dropped in the F-bomb. I think to go on the whole, she's she limits the cussing because when she's caring about Harrison, she limits the F-words to about one. <laughs> That's right. How, one, yeah, one off. One. <laughs> she's like the PG-13 version of Deb. Okay, one I get one F bomb, not NC seventeen R rated Deb, but <laughs> but I like the slide though. The slide made me laugh. How he just uh, drops the slide. He goes, "Okay, I'm not going to tell him about that right now. I'm going to hold off on yeah. it." And then I like how it goes back over to the fireplace, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just him and Harrison sitting down, and he goes, "So that works?" He goes, and Deb's like. She's shaking her head. Yes. He goes, yeah, it works. So you're kind of like Batman. <laughs> I'm like, um, maybe. <laughs> well, then again, Batman did kill people. So it's true in comics. Yep. It, it, it's, it's fitting. And then, uh, then again, well, it's kind of true because Dexter's kind of a, in a messed up way. He's kind of a good guy. He's a vigilante and he only kills the people that deserve it. He doesn't. And right. he goes, but when it comes to family, that's off limits. So as Dominic Toretto is like, I, I bet he comes in the back and go, you don't turn your back on family. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, you know what though? I, all I can see is Dominic Toretto in his black car and just sliding uh, into Dexter's cat, where Dexter's cabin is. He goes, come with me, Harrison, where we're going. You have family. <laughs> or something like that. But, or, or, or he cr- no, he crashes the car into the cabin. Get in. Somebody's chasing me. <laughs> right. We need we gotta stop. We gotta stop Decker Shaw. He he's he set this place to explode. You gotta get in it. Come with me. Like or you will lose your family. <laughs> oh my god. I can see Dexter go, who the hell is Decker Decker Shaw? <laughs> and why is he so important? But um just to go on ahead and get back into it a little bit more. Uh, but also something else I want to bring up too was the fact that when Mr. Wiggles, which is the clown, um, this is also something else he does. He winds up showing, uh, he winds up telling Harrison, Dexter winds up telling Harrison, basically what he'll do is he'll go ahead, show pictures of everyone that the person killed also too the reason why he's killing is to justify the fact that they got away with murder so therefore they're just going to get away with it again so that's also another reason so i like the justification with it on how he's explaining it and breaking it down and then after that they wind up wishing each other a good night and then after that winds up happening we wind up um 
seeing Dexter sneak off to get Eric's body. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, at peace. And he's just chopping them up. And it's just like, oh, he's having a good Christmas. <laughs> it says Christmas like chopping up a body. Right. And as, speaking of that, I also like how it's the most wonderful time of the year is playing. Uh, and they kind of yeah. slow it down. At first, they're, they're speeding it up because Dexter's in a rush. So it's a little yeah. bit more of a faster tempo. And then it just gets into the course whenever he's getting ready to cut, cut him up. And it kind of has this haunting tone to it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, no blood. You're frozen. And <laughs> and I like how they did that and everything. He winds up turning into the ice truck killer just for a few minutes and everything. And then basically what winds up happening after that, um, we wind up seeing uh, Angela at home looks at old victims of the Bay Harbor Butcher and sees a similar injection site to one of the one that Miles and Jasper have. Angela and Audrey wish each other Merry Christmas. Audrey winds, winds up getting a uh, guitar. Then also, too, we also see what... Uh, then it cuts over to Dexter and Harrison. Dexter winds up getting him some clothes that's similar to him whenever he's out there killing people. And he also gets him a shotgun, which, to me, I thought it might be the same rifle that... Kurt had mm. and picked it up and wrapped it up as a gift. That was my first initial thought. What about you, though? Not really. I mean, again, I I thought in because he's like in order to blend in. I thought when he had a box, I thought he was going to give him a set. Of, Here, here's a thing of donuts. <laughs> That's I personally <laughs> thought it was that because like how he's Miami my, uh, Miami Dexter, how he comes in with the donuts and stuff. I really thought that was what the box was. I literally thought it was done. I was like, oh, a gun. Okay. Like, that's new. <laughs> that's new. And then like, and then like all the stuff, I think, I think the clothes that he get he gets Harrison, the only thing that can, you can buy in that town. That's the thing. So it's like, it's not really a merry festive Christmas or like no. whatever. But, um, but yeah. And then, and then, we, and then, and then I like the gift. Uh, like, again, this episode is really good because actually it's like, you're finally getting the bonding between father and son that you've been wanting the whole season. I'm like, well, let's get on with it. And when, and then, and then when you see the image that Dexter, uh, Harrison gets Dexter of Deb and how much he remember, that was spot on. And I was like, that kid's got talent. Yeah. The actor who plays Harrison is just fantastic. Now I was talking everything. about the, 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 oh. the picture, the picture he drew of Deb. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. On. Okay. That's what I was talking about. It was spot okay. on to Deb. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That is that's really cool to actually have a little bit of a tribute to Deb in that way and it touched Dexter. And yep. then Dexter pulls out another box and it's an ugly sweater. And it's well, his other way of trying to fit in. And those are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. The reindeer. Dexter's sweater's not that bad compared to Harrison's. Harrison's yeah. uh th- sweater is worse than Dexter's, to be honest with you. I would not caught, get caught dead in that. <laughs> um, then uh, he's also teaching Harrison how to shoot the gun. Harrison is also a sharpshooter. Dexter's not so much of a sharpshooter. And then also, too, he also asked uh, Dexter, is this how I hunt people? He goes, no, guns are too messy. There's yeah. another way to, there's another way to do it. <clears throat> and then that's why Dexter always had trouble pulling the trigger with the deer. 
he couldn't pull the trigger. And that's why De- Dexter's more up. He's more like up close and personal. And I can see Harrison. He's kind of more of the, uh, in the back, the, like kind of like doing it from a distance. Right. And then also too, we wind up having this other thing where Harrison winds up admitting to Dexter too, that he in fact did uh stab the, um, the kid with mm-hmm. the, uh, with the blade. Yeah, Ethan. And, yeah, he ended up stabbing Ethan with the blade, the same blade that the Trinity killer uh, used to kill Rita. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, I'm sorry I gave you so much crap, Dad. I didn't mean to give you so much crap. And he goes, how did you know that, you know, how did you know that I was lying to you? And Because I set myself up to look like the hero. And he goes, I used to be a blood analysis for the Miami Metro. Well, you guys remember? Blood splatter yeah. analysts. Like the way the way you said it, it was like, yeah. But I think the the what really set up that sequence was they're at the they're at the uh, Christmas like Christmas with Angela and that, mm-hmm. and Kurt shows up. Yes, that, they, they thought Kurt was gone. He shows up and he's done like pointing the trigger, kind of antagonizing that, and the and the Dexter and like and Harrison is we're looking at each other like, oh shit, we got to take care of this, um, because Dexter had a plan. And and then like he's like and then I think and then he said in his head, ask me what the plan is. And then the, and then you see the two of them like they're going hunting in a sense. But I mean like that that's what really set up that sequence. But Kurt was like he was asking for it. Like he was completely asking for it when he showed back showed his face right back up and it was like you messed up now. <laughs> right and also to. Kurt winds up doing like this shooter McGavin kind of thing with right. (laughs) But yeah. uh, Then of course, that's when Dexter and Harrison, after he winds up leaving and he, and of course we wind up seeing Kurt leave some uh, cookies for Angela and Audrey. And then of course that's when Dexter and them decide to go on ahead and leave too. And to me, I think if I was Dexter, you're acting on impulse way too much, even though I know serial killers do act on impulse and have very bad impulsive behaviors. You know, you could at least slow down just a little bit and act like you're enjoying the atmosphere with Audrey and also, of course, Angela a little bit before chasing after Kurt. But it's, but it's like all of a sudden he winds up chasing after Kurt and... Audrey looks at Angela and goes, don't, don't you think that's kind of odd that don't you think that's kind of odd that, that that Harrison and them just took off like that? He goes, look, it's not unusual. It's a bit, it's been a while since they actually had some bonding time or anything like that. It's his first Christmas with Harrison. So it's not all that weird to begin with or anything like that. And of course, Dexter goes, I'll call you uh, when we're done hunt, uh, shooting gu- the gun and everything with the rifle. And then they wind up leaving. And, I wouldn't say it's impulse because I don't. I think if they didn't do it, Kurt was going to keep doing it. He's going to get to the point where Angela is asking questions, and you don't want Angela asking questions, which is why she's really getting on my nerves. Like honestly, like stop asking questions. You're not ready for these answers. Like, and then the fact that she's so pushy about, it, and that's why I was like, kind of like. Oh wow, she's suddenly backing off. Ooh, like, but no, I mean, I Dexter and Harrison—they kind of had to do it because Kurt just tried to kill it, kill Harrison, 
and he shows right back up in their face. I don't think it was impulse. I think it was like, all right, this guy's pissing us off. He's antagonizing us because he he's everywhere. So I think that it was like they had to leave. I I think it was I I I wouldn't say it was impulse. I think they just had they had to get out of there to take care of it because it was going to get worse before it gets better. And also too, this is also another thing that Harrison brings up when they were shooting off the gun before they went over to Angela's and Audrey's house. That he he winds up asking Dexter. He goes, "Can can we just go on ahead and let Angela arrest him instead of having to take him out or anything like that?" Double jeopardy. And he said no, because of the fact that it puts you in a bad way, in a sp- bad spot, and we have to explain to the cops why you were there. And then not only that, but also, too, it also puts us at double jeopardy, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you can't I mean, you can't try the same guy twice for the same same thing. So that's why it was out of their hands. Right. And that's why it's like cops weren't going to do anything. So it's like, OK, we got to take care of it. Because, yeah, I mean, Kurt was going to keep doing it, and he did. And, Brandy, we'll definitely watch it soon. I know that I've been trying to get you caught up with season one. We're almost done with season one. So, um, Oh, Joy, you get to experience Lila next season. <laughs> yep. Oh, Joy, that one was... That was ugh. a rough one. <laughs> that was a rough one. I right. Lila's terrible. But anyway, um, but yeah, it was so, like, I mean, and then that's why I was like, yeah, and I liked how they were able to use the drone. The, the kind of like the one weapon that the one thing that Kurt got Harrison, he's able to use that to find out the location. And because you're always wondering about when you see Kurt, you see where he's locating when he's doing his um, embalming stuff with the ladies and stuff. You're always wondering where is that location. Well, Dexter and uh, Harrison find it, and man, that place was creepy. But we'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, that place was definitely creepy. I was wondering where this location was. And then, of course, that's when Harrison and them are flying the drone. Mm -hmm. And they discover the location has like a bunch of limbs around it and stuff like that. It kind of looks odd, though. I mean, it kind of looks like it's out in the open. Yeah, but then it isn't. Right. But the one thing that's out in the open is that big vent. The big vent, and that's how what that's what Harrison picks up on, the vent, and that's how they are able to find the location because of the because if you're underground, you kind of need to get some air circulating in there. So it's kind of you see a lot of things. Oh, there's nothing there. Wait a minute, what's that? Like it's like it's like Leo. It's like Leo from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There it is, right there, right there, and it's that vent. That's how they're able to find it. Is the vent sticking out of the ground? Huh, that's kind of weird. And that, and once you see the location. Please, it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Also, well, another thing, too, is um, I like the other thing that Harrison and them talk about, though, too. Remember, uh, this is also, too, where he mentions the uh, Trinity killer with it and with his own razor about the plot to want to get vengeance on the Trinity killer. Yeah. And Dexter's, like, holding back still, and he doesn't want to tell mm-hmm. him that you don't have anything to worry about because I've already put an end to him. So therefore you don't need to have any kind of vengeance against him when he's already dead. So you have that going on. And then of course, Dexter winds up telling Angela, calling him, calling her up. Hey, do you mind if we don't come at all yeah. uh, for Christmas or anything like that on Christmas night? Because of the fact that we're going to look at the bliss, this blood moon that's going to be happening. Yeah. We're going night hiking. We're going night hiking. And so Angela goes, no, go on ahead, have some, 
have some fun. And then she's listening to Molly Park's podcast about the Bay Harbor Butcher. As her suspicions grow, she calls Molly, but just gets her voicemail. So now I'm thinking whenever I first saw this episode, okay, so that's odd that Molly is not answering her cell phone. That tells yeah. me that Kurt probably killed her. I knew I knew he killed her from from that one episode where he's like, I think once he gets out of the jail, he's sitting in this car and he's staring at her. Like, and she doesn't know it. Like, I knew instantly. Next, you're gone. Sorry. I liked you, but then again, it's I really like, it's like, like Molly. It's, yeah, it's like it's I it's a cool game of thrones. Oh no, everybody really likes you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I knew I knew but she yeah. was gone. I knew yeah. she was gone once Kurt started like because Kurt tried to get her once, didn't work. I I knew once he tried a second time he was gonna get her. And once you see her, like once you see the trophy of her dead, you're like, Yep, I knew it. I knew I knew he was gonna get her. We just didn't that see too. it. And that, 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 that was, that's the thing. We just didn't see it. We just saw the aftermath of it. Right. I like the fact that they didn't show us that, and they yeah. just tried to do a surprise for us yeah. instead of see- watching it, which I thought was perfect the way they did it. But we'll get I think to that he in did it fast. I, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he did the same stuff that he would do for the other girls. I think he did her a bit quick, like really quick, like – I don't even know if he shot her or what. I know. I, I think it was really a really quick one um, because I think he was tired because he got, she got away from him once. So he was angry. So him angry. Like, I think he, I think he did it pretty fast. It makes sense. I mean, we already know how much of a loose cannon uh, Kurt is if things don't go his way. And then also too, when he gets out of prison, we see him, with that predator look on his face of wanting, yeah. to, wanting to hurt her, and yeah. everything it has this Michael Myers kind of vibe inside of the car. If you think about it, mm-hmm. the way the way that the he's looking out the windshield and he's just looking at her, yeah. it has that kind of Halloween horror kind of vibe to it to me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which I thought that it was that scene was shot perfect. Yeah, uh, um, I I did like Harrison's like, why don't we get now? Dexter's like. We don't want to get caught, right? That's the number one rule in the code. Don't get caught. We go at night, and you see that. And you see when they show up at the place, and they're, they're like, "Hey, do you, you want to know how to, how I get in?" So you see him like like breaking in, and then that's when Harrison points out the camera, and he goes, and Dexter's like, "I'm not all about being sneaky now, because you're wondering." I was like, "Okay, place is empty. Where's Kurt? Oh yeah, he should. He he's back at their cabin, laying it on fire." Right. So they're both doing something to each other, which I yeah. think is actually funny. But Kurt's over there. He lights the he lights everything off with gasoline and stuff like that. And then we wind up seeing Kurt outside with a sniper rifle wanting to uh, kill Harrison and Dexter and come to find out they're not even there. But he doesn't no. know that yet because De- as so Dexter right, as Dexter's about, and, that, and Harrison are about to go underground this is when Dexter notices there's a camera and also a trip wire. So the trip wire I thought was, uh, was a, another trap, like a booby trap or something like that. Not a, yeah. something for the camera. Yeah. And again, Kurt is not jigsaw. So. No, I kind of wanted Harrison to flip off the camera. To be honest, I wanted one of them to flip off the camera. I'm like, hi, we're, we're at your place. <laughs> like I kind of wanted one of those moments. Um, but man, that... Harrison's, to be honest with you, it would actually fit Harrison's character. 
it would i mean i i, I it would have it would fit his character he did it but they didn't do it i was like oh that was a perfect moment but man that bunker is huge that was yeah. for like that's like for like that location it's huge because how many trophies he's got oh my god <laughs> That trophy collection looked like a ba- like a bad Barbie dream house that you don't want to be in. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty like, creepy. Yeah, like and then as Dexter is going in to the ha- going into the bu- bunker, as he's going in, the lights are coming on at every section that they're walking in. Yeah, and, th- and to be honest with you, it made my hair stand up. To be honest, and yeah, it made my eyes like whoa. Kurt's been doing this a long time. Right. And um and I think it was like when they were I think he was either set, looking at it and he's like, all right, we gotta we gotta get him, we gotta take him take care of him. And I think and then I think that's when Harrison asked, Did you kill them? And like did did you kill did you kill Wiggles? And he goes, Yeah. I also like and I also took care of uh the guy that killed your mom. I also took care of uh Mitchell um as well. And then I think and then I I forgot did I think Harrison hugged him or something afterwards yeah. or something. Yeah. Um and and it's a deck and he and he's asking us or how many people have you killed? <laughs> he killed a lot of people, <laughs> right? And even people that we're not even that they don't even show either. Yeah, because there's a lot of kills that we don't know about that Dexter killed. So he's been killing yeah. for just a, a long time too. Um. Then after that, it goes into Angela goes to a hotel and asks about Molly Park. Abruptly checking out, they go into Molly's room and find a camera and equipment in a locked safe, something Molly would never leave behind, according to Angela. And she's right. That tape recorder, she would not leave behind. No. Because she always had that thing in her hand, ready for the next story. She was like the lowest lane in the Dexter universe, ready for the next story, would go and die for that story. And she did. She paid the price for going after Kurt. Because she didn't have a Superman to save her every time. Nope. Well, <laughs> no, she, did. I mean, she had Dexter, but then yeah, that one time, yeah, Dexter, yeah. But then and then then Molly felt like trying to like throw him under the bus after he saved her. And it's like, is that how you repair your friends? Like seriously. And but we already knew we knew since we saw Molly dead. Angela didn't know because because uh, because uh, Dexter and Harrison found the location, um, and then. And then, and then once you see the uh, Kurt like look at his phone, fo- realizing Dexter and Harrison aren't there, he was like, "Shit!" So he runs home. That must be a fast travel because he suddenly the next image he's right at the house. <laughs> it might be go to show you how small that town actually is. Maybe he doesn't live that far away from him. Yeah, like we think. Another thing, though, I want to mention this because we didn't talk about it yet. But remember, with the vet, how I told you before that that's going to come back oh, and yeah. bite him in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah. He's well, well, he's like he did the honorable things. He signed his name. I think that that was the smart thing to do by Dexter. You have to like when you check out something, you always want to be. He he did the right thing on that one. Like why would you want to steal, steal the stuff? And when the librarian finds out you don't have their name, it would have been asking more questions. You should have just signed it Juan Valentino and it'll be okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I, I, I don't know. I, I think but. that's the real thing here. It's just Angela's just got a Angela's just got a bug up her ass about something. She really wants to be the person that solves the Bay Harbor butcher case. And like, honey, that's like twenty that's like at least fifteen years to, what, too late. Like, stop digging. 
Enough already. I'm getting tired of you. I want Dexter, you know, take you out. Like, let's go. This is annoying now. Like, she's really getting on my nerves. Like, crap, crap, or get off the pot already. Like, come on. Like, enough already. What's going to be interesting is how this show actually comes to an end. Yeah. So, uh, so let's see here. After we wind up seeing that happen, we have Kurt who grabs his mo- uh, grabs money, weapons, and essentials to try and run away. So now he becomes a runaway, pun intended. Uh, Harrison and Dexter break in and then inject Kurt. They bring Kurt's body back to his underground unit next to his victims. They prepare to kill Kurt. Dexter admits he's done this in the hundreds of times. Har- Harrison seems proud and says Dexter has saved thousands of lives. And that just warms Dexter's heart because that's something yeah. from season one that he's always wanted people to see and nobody saw that in him. But yeah. Harrison got to. Yeah. And um, let, me th- let me go with it back to my notes real quick too. Did you want me to pick up while you look for it? I think I, I found it already. Okay. Okay. So I like how they break into Kurt's house mm-hmm. because the first thing that you see is Harrison he goes like this and then all of a sudden uh oh, yeah. you see kurt all of a sudden you see kurt he goes in <laughs> and gets, gets ready to needle. dig for his gun and then needle to the neck yeah like once, once you get the needle to the neck you, you, you're 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 done though like and and then that's when they had the conversation where like we're like we're like like uh he's like why'd you try to kill me oh you didn't tell him he uh, he killed matt and and then Harrison was like kind of like taking a little back by it, and and then I think he's like, yeah, well, I I didn't have like, or and then he mentioned the uh, the sins of the father was like covering up for the son where he killed five people, so it, right. it all it's like what this justifies your code or what or whatever you're like whatever Kurt says, and then Dexter just like he, he's like telling the son like telling Harrison, if you're not ready for this, this it's okay. He goes, no, I want to see it, but. I liked how they played off the narrative. I like how they mm-hmm. did that. And also, too, Kurt is just trying to save his ass at this point, though, too. That's all he cares about is saving his butt. Yeah. And, you know, this is just him, Kurt, trying to turn the tables on Harrison to where maybe he'll save, uh, maybe he'll go on ahead and save Kurt rather than be with Dexter. And then Kurt can go on ahead and kill Dexter. That's yeah. what it looked like to me. But it didn't go down to Kurt's way. Because at first you could tell that Dexter's kind of panicking a little bit. He kind of looks over at Harrison and goes, like, do you really believe him or do you believe me kind of situation? But then he turns the tables. He goes, I promise you that Matt deserved to die. He fit the code. Yeah. Then that kind of sl- that kind of relaxed Harrison. And I don't then- think Harrison. Sorry, go ahead. I'll let no. you finish and I'll mention it. It's okay. To me, it seemed like Harrison was a little panicked, uh, you know, maybe a little unsteady about it because he wasn't sure if maybe Kurt's uh, son fit the code or not because Dexter never told him. Mm-hmm. So may, so once he found out that he killed him, Dexter had to come up with a way to get Harrison back in it again. But what do you think? I think he was always going to side with Dexter because Dexter didn't try to kill him. I think I think there was that too because if Harrison that Kurt was going to kill him anyway, like there's no way Kurt was going to let Harrison live this one because he was trying to he he, he he missed the kill the first time he wasn't going to miss the second time. So sure there was some 
that but what but we already knew like we already knew the full story matt deserved to die because he got away with murder he killed people on a boat he killed at least four or five people and he got the judge to like like bitch and he bitched and moaned and he got his dad to help him out on that one and to get to get off so he did fit the code he killed five people he was drunk and he killed five people that's that fits the code. So I think, I think, I think Dexter was always going to go down that route. I think he just didn't want to that, but sure. There was some, maybe some panic in him, but he was always going to side with Dexter. I mean, because Dexter didn't try to have him killed. True. That's very true. I'll let you go on ahead and talk about the next scene. So yeah, they, uh, Dexter kills him and he goes, all right, now I got to clean up. And like, so he's like chopping up the body and then Carison's like, I could get some air. So I'm, I was a little worried what Harrison was going to do after that. Was he going to like leave Dexter there, call the cops? But no, I think I think it was just, he was just having a PTSD moment from when his, when he saw his mom get killed. Um, but when and, and then Dexter comes up, like, hey, can you help me like, put this in the trunk? Um, and then, and then then it goes to the next morning where they see them drive and they say, is that smoke? They show up at the cabin and they find out their cabin's destroyed and everybody's wondering where the hell are you guys. You went night hiking. I called you 15 times. Turn off my phone. Like, I was trying to bond with my son, not not distractions. Right. Which are legit excuses. (laughs) Right. But he also said that he was going to look at the blood moon. And then also, too, um, I also like that PTSD moment, to be honest with you, of the flashback that you mentioned. I also like that kill scene was actually pretty good. And then also, too, he's like, Harrison, do you want to clean up? He's like, no. And I'm thinking to myself, figures, teenagers don't want to clean up after themselves. They want to cause the mess, but they don't want to clean up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, they burnt the body, too. They put him in the furnace yep. like the sun did. And then he goes, do you feel that? It's it, it's not like the dark passenger. It's not. It's it's gone. It, it, it's like, and, and they're like, wow. That's like, it kind of like, kind of like a sigh of relief when they got rid of him. Um. But I forgot about that part where they just put him, they, they, they LeBron James him. <laughs> and then after that winds up happening, then we have that scene where they're rolling back into the, where the cabin is, and they find out that the cabin is actually no longer there. It's burnt down. Angela's mm-hmm. asking a bunch of questions, like you mentioned. And then also, too, they said, do you have any beef with anybody? Is there anyone that you know that would actually cause this to burn it down? And Dexter's just playing it off. I'm like, no. And then Audrey's just trying to welcome them with open arms. It's like, yeah. hey, can they come over to our house and everything and have some pancakes and stuff like that until then a place to stay. and a place to yeah. stay until they can get on their feet? And Audrey's like kind of like really hesitant with it. Yeah, no, it's Angela was hesitant. Yeah, it was Angela yeah. that was the hesitant one. Right. Audrey's the one that was like, okay. Audrey's like, they don't have a place to stay. They're okay. Thank God you're okay. And Angela's asking the media questions like, Come on, their cabin is burned down. They're alive. <laughs> then, but, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Then after that winds up happening, uh, Dexter winds up giving Angela a book on how to successfully take down uh, criminals. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, Dex, this is not a good idea. She's investigating you without even knowing that she's investigating you, without even you knowing that she's investigating you. And then she gets to know from Kurt. Oh what yeah, he knows. Kurt? Once I saw that, and when she when he find the uh, the what that says Jim Lindsay killed Matt, I was yeah. like, damn it, 
this is Trinity Killer all over again. Yeah, like you felt like Dexter got away with it, and then uh, and like I said, uh, um, yeah, Dexter got. You thought Dexter everything was gonna be okay, and then you find out she gets in like, damn it, this is Trinity all over again. Except the mom's not bleeding in the bathtub. <laughs> That's right, and you know, like I said before, this all this is a callback to the Trinity Killer. When you thought that Dexter got away with killing. Uh, the Trinity Killer. The Trinity Killer had like the last laugh because now he has no way of actually trying to get revenge on it on the person now because that person's gone. He can't get revenge yeah. on Kurt. He can't get revenge on the son if he wanted to get revenge on Kurt's son or anything like that because they're both gone. They're both dead. Dexter killed both of them, so therefore they have not. He has nothing but to live with it. And yeah. also, too, Matt's. Uh, Remember whenever Matt had the surgery and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. He also had um, inside the envelope the nails, the middle nails that belonged to uh, Matt. Yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to Dex. I hope he gets away with it. I hope so, too. I'm hoping that Angel shows back up and he helps him out. I would like to, to be honest with you, I know that Quentin, uh, Quentin is not your favorite character in the Dexter series, but I feel like if anyone should show up, it should be him, because Dexter helped them out numerous of times of getting rid of the blood splatter when he was working from Miami Metro in hiding I, evidence. I don't know. I don't. I think Quinn's an idiot because Quinn got a lot of people killed. Um, because he felt like getting something with a reporter that ended up working for Trinity. Like, it's like, I, 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 I don't remember a lot of season four, but I remember that moment of what really happened and how Quinn got people killed. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not really, it's not like I didn't like Quinn, the character. I just, this didn't like this, like this, the, his decision-making, his decision-making right. got a lot of people killed. Um, but so I, I I don't know I don't think he's gonna show up. Honestly, I if I if Dexter might Dexter might just break out of jail because he's done that before. True. My question is this though. Um, let's talk about the the preview for the last last episode in the season. What did you that think? Was of a it? Lot, like that was a lot to pick up. Like what's going on? It's it's pretty hard to make theories of something that happened. Boom 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 boom. Right. Okay, it's done. So it's it's kind of hard for me to because I, I it's been a while since I've seen that trailer, um, but there is one little small thing. It looks like Dexter's getting ready to have a mugshot done based off the background. Yeah, that's the only thing that I see, unless it's just Angela having suspicions of Dexter without any actual proof. Could be that, or it could be Dexter like a Dexter vision or something, or just a dream, just a dream of him being, yeah. or. Deb making fun of him, maybe, or but I don't still, know, or it, could be, or it could be him with a mugshot. I don't know. Like, it could be early on, like she arrests him straight up, because um, you see him running in the running in the that. Like, I don't think they're gonna kill him. I really I don't, don't think, think they're. So. Gonna kill him. I don't, and I definitely they're, they're not gonna kill Harrison. I know in the book they killed Dexter. Yeah, I don't think they're doing that. I think they're they're this, this whole season's not based on a book. No, this is just. Something to redeem the show, but yeah, like still. Overall, this I is gonna be yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go on ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say this episode is the big one. 
how are you going to end this? Because the last time you tried ending it, it was a huge cluster F. You, like, this is going to be your big redeeming moment. How are you going to fix this ending? Because if you if the ending is just as bad as the last one, what was the whole point of the season? Like, what was the right. point of the show? What was the point of getting Michael C. Hall coming back if you're just going to end up doing something similar? Like, right. this is the big one. How are they going to end it? Because there could be another season after this. I don't know. Well, How are you going on- to end this? Well, based off the reports that I've seen and what people are posting in the Dexter group that I'm in, there's no uh, renewal. There's actually no, uh, there's no in talks. There's nothing. Yet. There could be, though. I think there's always possibility, though. We'll see how they end this. Like, that'd be cool if he gets back to Miami, him and Harrison go back to Miami. I love that. I like that. I would love that, too. Uh, But yeah, solid episode. This is probably one of my favorite ones because of the callback to Miami, a Miami Dexter. And you know what, though? I wish that they would have used like the intro music to this since it was like a callback to Miami, mm-hmm. in a sense. Just to have like a little small glimpse of it. Or when, you know what I thought, though, that they were going to do? When Harrison Dexter uh, winded up uh, being close again, I thought we would actually have the intro music back oh. again since he feels whole again but you yeah. know it is what it is i'm happy with this episode i thought this was a solid episode i like the flashback i liked everything about this um i didn't feel anticlimactic with the way that they killed off kurt i thought it now needs to just focus on dexter yeah and figuring out how dexter's gonna get away with this i think he will i just don't know how Right. I mean, I think I think I don't think you if you, I don't think killing off Dexter because they could have done that the last time because like again I don't know I mean if you kill him off it'd be kind of like kind of a downer because you kind of know that they were trying to plan for this but then again like it'd be killing him in that like if you're gonna kill him kill Miami like if you want to like kill that, him, don't kill him in the town <laughs> the small town like come on Miami like. If you're gonna do it, like do it in Miami, like not now. And like if they ended it like back him him and Harrison back in Miami, going back, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. It'd be yeah. a nice little callback. So it kind of it's like a reboot in a sense. Right. I wouldn't mind that to be honest with you. We'll see. Um, Again, I don't know if they're gonna do it. Right. Well, guys. Yeah, but but <laughs> I just want to find this. Do not screw this up. Don't get our hopes up again. Just a tiny hardiness. Like, no. Don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't screw this ending up again. Like, not many times you get a second chance. Please don't, mm-hmm. don't ruin this. Like, I really want you to end this well, or or end it on a cliffhanger and come back for another season. But if don't end on a cliffhanger for the sake of ending on a cliffhanger, like if we're gonna do it, have a good resolution. Don't screw this up. Like, like. Don't screw this up. I'm warning you. Please don't screw this up because I'm going to be ranting if you screw this up again. Because you're you, the way you ended the, the very last season before this was the worst way to ruin that. You're an infamy for my worst and series finale endings of all time. I think you're right up there with Sopranos. Right up there. Yeah. I, I have to say, uh, well, not as bad as Sopranos anymore for me. But, you know, it ranks up there with some of the other season finales that I have. In my head, helmet your mother is really bad too. 
Yeah. I, I would also have to say Seinfeld. That brings up there with the Seinfeld ending because I was looking forward to the season finale of Seinfeld and it just ended on that sad note. But anyways, that's going to be it for the show. We do appreciate everybody that uh, popped in here and there throughout the show. I hope that you guys wind up seeing how uh, seeing us wrap this thing up on Monday. Uh, on Monday night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, as always. And then, of course, we're also going to be doing more Dexter stuff, more Dexter reviews later on. So go on ahead. Go over to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe over there. I know that we've been doing this on Facebook and Twitter, but hopefully we'll be able to post these later on on our YouTube channel for other people to enjoy. But until then, you guys can go on ahead, get yourself go on ahead subscribe over to our youtube channel smash that little subscribe button on the bottom right hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming out don't forget to also comment like and subscribe that helps us out in a big way also too tomorrow night sean charlie and i myself are going to be back on again for rambo last blood this is it this is us wrapping it up for our rambo series we do appreciate everyone that has supported our rambo series so 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, we will be back for our Rainbow Last Blood review. At 7 o'clock Eastern Time, I will be on Micro Break Podcast doing an interview with Micro Break. Uh, Micro Break was actually part of our indie podcast, Unite. So go on ahead. Go over to Micro Break's uh, podcast. It's only audio-only podcast. But still, check out Micro Break Podcast. He puts on a great show. Michael um, J. own puts on a great show. He was also a guest on my show a couple of times too. Also too, go on ahead and follow me on Facebook at Movie Lovers, uh, TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. Of course, if you want an audio-only podcast episode of our show and what we do here at Movie Lovers Unite, you guys can get that at all major podcasts. And then of course, go over to Good Pods. Good Pods is actually the place that we that we actually interact with our fans a lot. We can talk to our fans. You can rate our show. You can tell us what you think of it. We'll comment back. They're actually working on a feature for us to comment back and forth. But right now we can actually just comment to you and also like your, what you have to say. Then of course, going over to TikTok all, over there at Movie Lovers Unit Zero. And then on TikTok, of course, on Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. If you would like to be on the show or if you're a sponsor yourself, just go on ahead and reach out to me at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com. And that's going to be it for the show for tonight. I want to thank everybody. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Tanya, for showing up in the live chat. We do appreciate that. And thanks again, again to you, Charlie. Yep. And always until next time, guys, it's been real, it's been fun. Can't wait to do this again, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.